Odyssey app. I really feel like this out of left field random 8 o'clock question is going to be perfect for you, Jed Marshall. I really think this screams Jed Marshall. We'll get into it in just a second. First, somebody says from the 316, so I know music better than Jed. I know movies better than Dusty. What do I win? You win me telling you that you don't know music better than me. Somebody says Empire Strikes Back, Dusty, then the Terminator from El Camino. Okay. Godfather and sequel is the standard. Dusty is out of his mind. I might be out of my mind because all I want right now is a patio and a cold Miller light. And it's getting to that time, man. I mean, I'm telling you right now, I would probably go into that refrigerator and lick the walls just to get a feel of what it's like to catch a buzz. So I know music better than Jed, and I know movies better than Dusty. What do I win? Say your name, and we'll put it on the air and say congratulations, blank. You have now won better music taste and better movie knowledge. Than they didn't say Jed. that they had better music taste. They said they knew music better than I do mm. in their defense. So, I mean, you might know, I guess, music better than me. Shoot you might be shot. able to play you know? a chord. I can't do that, but I can tell you what sounds good in my earballs. Mm. You always say earballs. It's weird. <laughs> like I said, a shout out to one of my former co-workers. Okay. The random 8 o'clock question out of left field is this. What is something you're sure everyone is just pretending to like? I told you, I saw your eyeballs light up right there, Jed. I've seen that look, and I know that means Jed likes it. Because he either rolls his eyes in the back of his head like a modern-day porn star does. I don't know why they do that. They roll their eyes now. It's weird. Straight up. Um, what is something you're sure everyone is just pretending to like? 913-586-7610. Is the obvious Starbucks? Is that the obvious, uh, is that the obvious answer? 913-586-7610. 913 says my boss's wife. My God. My God. That's where we're starting this question. I knew this question. I knew this was going to gonna get me in trouble because now we're, we're saying my boss's wife from the 913 816 can I get a birthday shout out my name is C-Dub happy birthday C-Dub congratulations on making it around the sun one more time get you a drink unless you don't like doing that then get you something else 816 says the Royals or 913 says the Royals 620 says Kling pretends to like Fesco. <laughs> That's deep. From the 816, Taylor Swift. That's just rude, man. That lady's out here doing God's work, playing 44 songs for three hours every night. She goes on her stadium tour. You can hate it all you want, Jed. That, I respect that. Unreal. What is something that everybody is just pretending to like? I feel like Starbucks is probably my number one answer because I think coffee in general is good no matter where you get it. Yeah, Starbucks was pretty strong. I would say even more specific to that, mm -hmm. pumpkin spice. Ah. I feel like everyone pretends like, oh, it's pumpkin spice season. Tastes awful. 913 says Joe Biden. I, mean, I, I told you we were going to go down this hole. <laughs> just 
where we're at, man. Down the dial. That's right. Again, the out-of-left-field question for those of you that are just joining the show. What is something you're sure everyone is just pretending to like? And this might sound like blasphemy. Mm -hmm. I trashed them last time we had the mic together. Chipotle, man. I know that everybody, oh, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Not. I think a lot of people have kind of gotten the the fact that they understand what Chipotle is now. Not that good? Yeah. I think at the time, you know, when it hit the when it hit the streets pretty effectively in like 2003, 2005 in that era, I think sure. is when Chipotle really kind of hit hard in this area. Cuz at first what it started in Denver. Sounds right. Random story about Chipotle in Denver. They took a photo of it, Chipotle did, of the first store, and there was a little lady the little, a little lady sitting in the store, and they didn't ask her permission to take the photo. She oh. sued Chipotle for $10 million. I think she settled out for like eight or seven or eight million. There you go. I guess my point about Chipotle is like when they opened the one in Manhattan, mm-hmm. I had buddies who were going to K State at yeah. that time, and you could wait in line and they'd give you a free burrito. I had a buddy who waited in line and ate his burrito to go back and get another burrito. I'm like, mm-hmm. do you really, is it that good that you need two? Burritos. Plus, if you're doing that, don't you just kind of feel like you're kind of a fat ass cheating the system? Mm-hmm. Everyone is pretending to like shows, Mass Singer, or America's Got Talent, or American Idiot, but or see, American Idol. To me, I feel like that isn't true. They might put them on TV, but when they say like a CBS or Fox or ABC mm-hmm. or NBC show is the most watched news show. I don't know anyone who watches any of these shows, so right. I guess that does prove their point. But literally, find me one person. Like, I hear more people talking out about how, did you see how dumb that show looks? Like, yeah. no one's even pretending to be like, oh, man, you know what I got to race home for? Young Shelton. Oh, absolutely not. I'm not, like, a huge fan of childhood actors either. No. I went like to I, high school with uh, yeah. Todd Bosley, Little Giants. Little Giants? Is yeah. he the one that's He's like... He's the nerd one. Ah, oh, that guy's cool, isn't he? Or is he a jerk? He actually was kind of a jerk. Uh. He used to wear a whistle around him because people would pick on him. I'm not going to take this slander here from the 620 Tom Watson. I know what they're talking about. I told you we did the Mount Rushmore of KC athletes because we talked about how Salvador Perez was the captain of the team. Yeah, which I think, is fine. And I said my, my four KC athletes that are on Mount Rushmore are Brett, Salvador Perez... Patrick Mahomes and Tom Watson. It's a pretty good list. And a lot of people are like, you're crazy. Tom Watson. Put Travis Kelsey on that, on that Mount Rushmore. And again, I'm not against anybody's opinion. That's, that's fine. I mean, Tom Watson's won eight majors. He's from Kansas city. Does a lot of work. You said he donates a lot of money to children's mercy, you know, FAU or San Diego state university from the nine one three from the four one seven. Everyone's pretending to like, my girlfriend's mom. Oh. You got to bail then, man. If nobody likes her and they just pretend to like you, you got to bail, man. That's life right there if you're going to if you're going to hatch that one up. You got to be around that everywhere. Somebody said Chick-fil-A. I Dude. think Chick-fil-A is in the same boat as like a Chipotle. It was it's so overblown. I yeah. think it's I I actually like Chick-fil-A, yeah. but I also recognize that it's a chicken sandwich. So I, I go Popeyes in. Popeyes is better chicken sandwich than Chick Fil A. I'd agree. I think Popeyes is a superior chicken place. Maybe we'll stop and get some Popeyes right around. I had the it yesterday, so I'm good. And the one over here uh, burned down. Really? Yeah. 
Thanks for I, ruining my night. Thank you. I now you now someone else can feel my pain because I came in here one day. I was like, oh, I've only got an hour and a half show tonight. I can hit Popeyes up, hit it. By the time I get to four thirty-five, it'll be gone. And there's Carrington Harrison in 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 the flesh. You can't go to this one. It burnt down. And I drove by it to see if he was just messing with me. Sure as hell, man. Wooden frames on the door, black smoke. Have you, know, you ever Marcy? seen me this disappointed? Dude, tell <laughs> like, me, look at my face. Tell me about it, man. I think Popeye's oh. is the best chicken in the entire world. I've yet to be to Zaxby's. I've yet to go to Go Chicken Go, and I've yet to go to Gus's. So maybe I'm a little out of my league on this one. We live right by Gus's, so you can come by. We'll go there. We'll I have lunch. one right next to my house as well. Oh, well, then. They just I, built it. Thanks for eschewing my invite. Jed frickin' Marshall and his horrible takes on fast food. God bless Chick-fil-A. My I, pleasure. I didn't say it. I just said it was overrated. Have I told you my game I like to do with uh, with Chick-fil-A? What's that? They say, what would you like for your order? And I always tell them the spicy chicken combination, large waffle fry, Dr. Pepper. Anything else for you? Nope, that'll do it. My pleasure. Wait, what? And it buckles them, man. Oh. It buckles them. Dusty's always pretending like he will hang out with listeners, but never does. All talk and no walk in the fan appreciation. Are you kidding me? Never hung out with me. I listen to the show sometimes. I hung out with you for Binkley's birthday. I didn't that was a that work-related table. event. No, it wasn't. And you were more Speck schmoozing with my wife. You were just trying to... Schmoozing with your wife? Yeah. That's rude. You weren't talking to me. I'll be in downtown Lee's Summit. You tell me where you're at, I'll come find you and buy you a drink if you think I'm a liar. From the 816... Of course, the out-of-left-field question tonight is, what is something you're sure everyone is just pretending to like? The 816 says Yellowstone. I feel like Kevin Costner would be one of those guys that I would kiss on the mouth. Did you watch Ozark? I did. I loved it. See, I did, I couldn't get into it. I feel like a lot of people really claimed to like that show, and I just could never get into it. So I feel like people are pretending. Somebody says Dusty's 23-year-old pants that he wore yesterday. Those were nice. I did like the Thank fact you. that you went with the uh, ripped jean mm-hmm. for opening day mm-hmm. because, you know, there's nothing like rocking a 1991 style in 2023. I mean, it's a 2023 style, man. And when you got legs like mine, you can rock those jeans. I've worked on these legs, man. Walking to and from the bars, walking two miles a day. Vern slandered me like crazy yesterday. I have, we can maybe get into it. Before the show ends, uh, but I was slandered today on Cody and Gold. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. You hate to see it. Vern said I had been putting work in at the beer line, so everyone assumed that I was hammered yesterday. Did you Borg? No. I did not Borg. Except my Borg name would have been Brett Boxborger. Remember that guy? I think it was Brad, but yeah. Well, I'm going to call him Brett. Perfect. Dusty, I'm 28 and still rocking the ripped jeans also. We got this. Damn right, Daddy. Stand up tall, represented. I got two pairs. I got a denim pair, and I got a black pair, and they look nice. Somebody says Vans from the 9... Whoa! 913 Vans or something everybody's pretending to like. Yep. That's I'm wearing a pair of Vans right now, and I bought a second. This is I bought two pairs of Vans the other day. They're mm-hmm. like the most comfortable shoes. Yeah. That's that is an outlandish take. I'm like, offended. I feel like if we want to go from a comedian standpoint, I feel like John Mulaney is somebody everybody pretends to like, but is really not. Oh, he's guy. funny. He's just you know not yeah. as funny now that he stopped doing cocaine. Ah. Somebody says you ain't from the hood if you don't like Popeyes from the three three one six Lewis. I'm not from the hood. But I feel like I got to get along with everybody in the hood. And because I do love Popeyes, I feel like that's one step of the parlay to get me in there. Let's be real, though. 
I listen to this channel all day, almost every day. The only answer here is Cody Tapp. Dave Matthews Band and John Mayer. That I take a lot of offense to. I, no, I love John Mayer. He's a great guitar player. So is Dave. Ugh. Dave Matthews is a great guitar player as well. Sob Rock by John Al by John Mayer. There are no skips on that album. Zero skips on that album. And you know my affinity. Anyone who's part of Dead and Company, you can't really dislike. True. Although I am a little upset because John Mayer's going on tour, but it's an acoustic tour. Really? Yeah. I'm like he's mm. playing in St. Louis, and I, my buddy lives in St. Louis. I'm getting ready to go see him actually, and. I'm kind of upset that he's doing an acoustic tour. I want to see him slay on the electric guitar, you know? You want to come see Mike Gordon in St. Louis with me? <laughs> All right, perfect. I'm not kidding. They said, I'm kidding. I love Cody. Anything seltzer. And then from the 660, this show, just kidding, Dusty. Love you and the show. Love you too, man. <laughs> Anyone can play the guitar, bro. Okay, that's fine. I understand. Like, you don't have to like John Mayer. I just think John Mayer is a good dude. Heartbreak Warfare, great song. Love John Mayer. Love Dave Matthews, too. 316, Jed is such a hipster. I'm the opposite of a hipster, but sure, if that helps you. Somebody says, oh, gee, sorry getting real negative. Sorry for getting real negative. I did not send that. No, it's fine. And then from the 816, something everybody's pretending to like but actually really doesn't. I don't even know if that's the actual question. What's something you're sure everyone is just pretending to like? Somebody put Easter. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Ah, uh, Dizzy Werewolf. KU fans and Sean Snyder. We can talk about Sean Snyder. You know what? We might talk about Sean Snyder. We'll get to Sean Snyder on the other side of this because I think that is kind of funny. It's Genuine Jed and Dusty Likens with you tonight on After Hours 610 Sports Radio. It's almost 9 o'clock, Jed. Somebody says, wait. Who is part of Dead and Company? Oh, I was thinking of the Dead South. So, and then somebody says, ha, try to play the guitar to the dipstick texter. I have a guitar. The only, like, chords I ever knew how to play was, like, the beginning of Every Rose Has Its Thorn, which is random. I don't know why I, like, learned how to play that. But it literally is, like, two chords. It's like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Taco Bell keeps putting this grilled double steak burrito on TV. It's going to be a bad night for me. My name is Mud? Question mark? Is that who the band is? No, that was a Primus song. But, uh, yeah, the name of the song is My Name is Mud. Yep. That guy knew it. Nailed it. Very smart. Great basis. Les Claypool, man. Ugh. Somebody told me tonight that uh, Max Weinberg, the uh, or, yeah, Max Weinberg, the drummer for Bruce, his son is the drummer for Slipknot. That's an interesting uh, change of what you grew up to to what you're listening to now. I mean, I remember when Wait and Bleed came out, when they used to have The Box. Do you remember that channel? It was called The Box. It was like a music video channel. You could actually pay to have your video be played. It was like a text and not a text. It was like a call. You paid, I want this song, and then it would cue it up in the bottom, and then it would play. I'm pretty sure it was called The Box. And it was literally just all music videos, back when music videos were a thing. Kind of like that channel. I'd sit there for hours and just wait for the next song. <laughs> Going to be in River Market area on the 8th. If you're free, we'll have about 6 to 8 in our group. If you're in the area for a good brew, look me up. 
That's the other thing, too, because I do kind of take offense to the guy that was like, Dusty says he's always down to hang out with listeners, but never does. No, I can confirm that. Man, I'm always out. It's just like we do radio, so, like, my face isn't really known. I mean, I have done, like, three stints on TV. Shout out Fox 4 KC. Um, But, you know, it's always the part where my friend, he's really good at doing this, but he'll have, like, buddies that he knows, and he'll just obviously, he'll, like, throw my name out there, and then a guy will be like, dude, you're the werewolf, and then that's how that happens. I'm not, like, one of these people that, I know, you probably are surprised that I'm not egocentric, where I go out, and I'm like, hi, I'm Dusty Likens. I do six to nine on the radio. No one cares. That just ain't my style, man. I'm not that, I'm not that person. I don't, put my, I don't put my stuff out there like that. That's just not who I am. Somebody on the text line, Casey Clarkson, responded, everybody pretends to like soccer. I will say, I will say there is some truth to that because I think there's a lot of FIFA goers out there where, uh, you know, they kind of like say they like it, but they really just, you know, they just played the game. So they don't really like soccer. They're just, I don't know if that makes sense. I don't think it really does. That's just interesting. 913-586-7610. That was the question of the night out of left field. What's something you're sure everyone is just pretending to like? We were talking during the break. I feel like Whataburger is probably a strong take. I've never had it, so I don't have an opinion on it. I'm just not really into fast food burgers. Someone had to text me or, or text in earlier tonight, what's the best place to get a burger and onion rings? High boy for me personally. I think that's the best burger or onion ring combo or a bowling alley. There's a bowling alley in Lee Summit called Summit Lanes, and on God, they got one of the best double cheeseburgers in town. One of the best. I don't know what it is about bowling alleys and their griddles in the back, but there's so much flavor on there, man. You can't go wrong. That's something I never understood that we don't do is like an out-of-office teamwork build is bowling. Because I feel like everybody can be good at bowling. You don't think so? I think you get an ego check when you try to think you can throw like a 14-pound rock, and you're like, why is it continuously going into the right side gutter? Because it's too heavy for you, Brad. Just throw that nine-pound rock as hard as you can in the middle of the pins, and I bet you have success. Like, I feel like everybody should be able to bowl 140. Is that too much to ask? I think so. Okay. What do you think you'd bowl tonight if you hit up a lane? 110. Really? Oh, yeah. You have 10 frames to knock down 10 pins. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I'm not bowling a 300. I didn't say you had to bowl a perfect game. Yeah, it sounds like you did. No, I said you should probably at least You said I have 10 frames to knock down 10 pins. Mm Mm-hmm. That would be a perfect game. Dusty, I'm always hitting you up and inviting you out, but you just ignore it and say you will hang out but never say where at. So how the heck is it supposed to happen with no communication? Even your coworker is calling you out. Exactly. I've invited you over every time that we've worked together on the show. Mm-hmm. How many times have you come and hung out? Zero. Oh, yeah. Yep. Too cool? You don't like cats? You know, like a dog? Hmm. We got a nice new couch today? Come hmm. on. High boy is fast food. Am I supposed to find a hamburger and onion rings that's not fast food? I mean, it depends on what you're thinking, but like flea market isn't fast food. How am I supposed to happen with no communication? Having worked with you for a little while now, Dusty, I think that one of the misnomers might be that when you go out and about, Mm -hmm. the listeners are going to be like, oh, this is going to be great. And then they're going to meet you and they're going to be like, yeah, 
You mean I have to buy my own drink too? I think you're right. great. He goes, I think Good you're great, you. man, but you're all talking no walk in the hangout. LOL. Even C dot used to do that back in the day. Even charger dot man. Don't compare me to Carrington. Again, where will you be at tonight? You're going to be at Stewie McBrews. You're going to be at Llewellyn's. You're going to be at Bricks. You're going to be at Sharky's. You want me to keep going? You're going to be at Smoke? Tell me, man. I'm always out. I just don't always announce it. Like, am I supposed to take pictures and let people know? Put it on Twitter Live. Hey, we're at Stewie McBrews. Come check it out. I'm always out. I don't A, know your name, B, know where you're going, C, if you really are honest about this. But that's fine. I mean, you know. I was out last night. Talked to my buddy Gil. Bartender at Sharky's. Good dude. He knows where I'm at. Somebody says, don't miss Pizza Ranch fried chicken. Get it to go through. All right. I've had... Uh, Pizza Ranch's chicken. It's actually pretty good. My uh, late grandfather, he used to love that place just for, just for the fried chicken. But I did think that was crazy today um, about the uh, Bill Snyder's son joining the KU football staff. And I thought the question that came up that was really great is, will you see Bill Snyder supporting his son at a KU game that does not involve them playing K-State, and if he is, will he be wearing, will he be wearing a KU shirt? That's crazy. That's wild. Because this is something where, like, the stadium is called Bill Snyder Family Stadium or something like that in Manhattan. This is where I wish, like, Grant Nicholson was here at the time, K-State alum, was very sad the next day after they lost in the Elite Eight. And then just gets to hear about Bill Snyder's son joining KU's football team. I don't have a problem with it. Because it's not like Bill Snyder's son was super popular at K-State. And it's not like he's going to Kansas to be like an executive like coach. He's like a coach's assistant, right? Like he's like an offensive coordinator assistant. Like yeah, that. special assistant yeah. to the head coach. Yes. That's like what? That's like Matt Nagy last year was like the assistant offensive coordinator slash quarterback coach. So again, I don't have a problem with it. I do think it's funny because it hits locally. And when it went to Twitter today, when it was like KU adds a new coach and it's Dan Snyder, not Dan Snyder. Why did I say Dan Snyder? What's his first name? Robin Schneider, Sean Snyder, John Snyder, Sean, Sean, Rob Schneider, terrible actor, but I don't think it has as much effect on me that it might have on like someone who might've graduated from K state or graduated from K like, do you care? Like you're a pretty diehard KU fan. You graduate from KU. Like, does it do anything for you? Or is it just kind of one of those things as a KU fan? Cause here's how I see it. I see it as KU fans like huh, suckers. Look who's coming to the dark side. And I see it as K-State fans being like, ah, he's nobody. It didn't bother me at all, but also with red and blue glasses on, I want them to try to improve in any way, shape, or form on the football field that they can. And KU has made a lot of strides in that capacity, obviously with Lance Leipold. Mm -hmm. So if he actually is going to make them feel or be a better team, I have no issue with it. The KU-K-State dynamic – 
Yes, because the stadium is named after his father and it's arguably the biggest rival that KU currently has. I can see why people would be upset with it. But to me, no, it's a little bit, though, like everything in life. Like to me, college athletics have been a little bit ruined because of the lack of what rivalry are. I know that Mm -hmm. this is a fun sparring match for KU and K-State fans to have over what? 48 hours, right? but when the season rolls around, do you think anyone's going to give a rip that Sean Snyder is on the KU coaching staff? I would assume that people won't even remember by the time. And how large of a role as you were talking about? I mean, I know that he'll do something, but how large of a role do you really think? Are you going to be watching a KU game as a K-State fan? And I see his fingerprints all over Mm -hmm. it. We could have had it. And if you're all that upset as a K-State fan, didn't Bill Snyder want him to be the like coach in waiting? Yeah. And their administration said, no, nah, we don't want to do that. They said, we'll get Ron Prince. So you can yeah. pretty much be like, well, you had your opportunity and you chose to go a different direction. To me, it's a little bit like, I, I, it's just immature in my mind, but that's what rivalries are to a large extent. Yeah. Somebody in the text line says, Dusty, Smitty's Garage and Burger are two great places for a burger at Onion Ring. Somebody says a meet and greet where you guys grill burgers for all your adoring fans. I would do that. Somebody threw a Blackstone out there. I would just make smash burgers for the listeners. I'll help. Yeah. I like, we just got a nice grill. Nice. Yeah, dude. Yeah. The Blackstone, man, that thing changed my life. Like, I thought I was going to gain, like, 40 pounds because, like, the first five things went in my head were, like, combination fried rice, smash burgers, breakfast, you know, Philly cheesesteaks. I'm like, this is stuff you probably should consume, like, once every two weeks. Nah. Nah. Somebody says, this grown man crying about another grown man not hanging with him is getting weird. Dusty, that guy needs to chill and needs to get a life. That's, eh. I mean, I just think it's out of context. And I haven't heard back from him since, so maybe I'm, I might have pissed him off. Gil is a cool dude. I've known him since he worked at Stewie's. Gil's a great dude. Gil's a great dude. When I was with my ex, we went on a trip to Weston, and I recognized him. I didn't know him at the time, but I'd recognized him from going out. And since then, every time I run into him, it's always, hey, Dusty, hey, good, good dude, good dude, good dude. You see how the KU guy says that K-State is the biggest rival that K-State currently has? Nothing worse than a KU hipster. <laughs> I guess I should say not much worse. And, Jed the hipster. Uh, yeah, I'm 100% a hipster because I'm wearing a 13-year-old T-shirt. That's what makes me so cool. Um, I guess to that answer, mm-hmm. who would K-State's biggest rival be? Who would KU's? I said that it was KU's biggest rival for one, but yeah. I, I don't really know who else they would. I think depending on the sport, football. I don't think KU is their rival because what KU hasn't beaten the KU football hasn't beaten K State since what? Probably when I was in school. George Bush was president. Yeah, it, was, it has to be like oh five oh six. Yeah, and then KU basketball is now getting even. K State basketball, I think it's they beat them this year. They've tied the Big Twelve Conference champion with Bruce. Weber, how's that make you feel, Jayhawk for life? 913-586-7610. I want to talk about opening day and what the fans were saying and what John Sherman had to play on Fesco in the morning because it makes sense. I got crushed for the location that I would love to see later. I want to see what the crowd thinks now when it's around 830 at night. Jed Marshall, Dusty Likens, he's a hipster. I'm not. This is After Hours. It's almost Caitlin Clark time, baby. 
I know there's a lot of you on here that are like, I'll never watch women's sports. I'll never pay attention. Caitlin Clark is an absolute phenom. She is absolutely a stud. First ever Iowa basketball player to win the National Player of the Year. They play South Carolina coming up here shortly. I do have a uh, parlay bet. I have the Iowa Hawkeyes plus 11 and a half and the under of 151. The under opened up or the over under opened up at 149. It moved to 151. So a little nervous about that, but it was a free bet that we got because we got a free bet for placing a bet yesterday on the MLB. Um, So we we went ahead and just, you know, have a little fun with that. You know, Caitlin Clark, a stud. As LSU beats Virginia Tech. LSU's coach had a very nice jacket on tonight. A very loud jacket. It was pink and like fluffily all around the all around the sleeves. From the 913, Jet still has the best music taste at 610, hipster or not. From the 816, they need to build the stadium in North KC, Dustman. Well, they said Dusty Man, which I've never been called that. I've never actually been called Dusty Man. I've been called Dustman my whole life. Um, but uh never Dusty Man. Never, never dusty, man. So yesterday, listening to Vern's postgame show, I heard a lot of people calling in and, you know, they were upset with the way that, you know, the stadium sounded, the way the stadium looked. There was somebody that complained about the bathroom. Uh, Some of the complained about the beer line. Some of the complained about the parking situation. And everybody's mad about, you know, the business that John Sherman wants to move to downtown. Business, business. And the thing is, I had the discussion with some buddies last night, not a round table. It was three guys sitting around on some couches drinking some, some vino, you know, some, some nice wine, big wine guy, big wine guy. Sorry. Wine is, wine's a good business to get into, business, business. you know? And if you missed the interview with John Sherman or you missed the cut from earlier, they had John Sherman on Fesco in the morning, Kling and Bob and beat up. And he had a couple things to say about a downtown stadium. This was one um, where revenue would help the on-field product he gives the Braves, as I mentioned. It's, it's the money that we're using to maintain two old buildings. We could redeploy that same capital into do, doing something really special. Uh, in our case, moving the, this, um, you know, our, our operations downtown or near downtown, creating community impact, economic activity 365 days a year. And what you said, you know, this is about having a world-class ballpark and district that's competitive with our peers and at the end of the day that's about being more competitive on the field and if you look at the atlanta braves that project they did in the battery that has been a uh, that has created a lot of new revenue for the club and look at what they've done kind of locking up their core for the foreseeable future you know the, the braves it's not just from that real estate development but they've certainly have positioned themselves very very well from a baseball standpoint No lies are given there. John Sherman also, uh, the K is a good public facing, but. Some people stopping me yesterday and I always get a mixed bag of feedback, but you know, when you think about it, um, these are both old buildings out here. Look, they're Coppin stadium has been great fan facing wise. It's still a beautiful stadium, but you know, there's lots of things that, uh, that are not, um, you know, competitive with our peers. So, I think it's interesting when you look at it from that regard. Yes, the outside is pretty. And I thought Rob Brenton of The Drive made a very, very solid point because he said if there are things that are wrong with the stadium, explain what they are. Please let us know. 
where is your focal point where things aren't keeping up with the Joneses or with your peers? I think we all can agree that if and when they do move Kauffman Stadium, that stadium will probably get, what, bulldozed, and then that entire parking lot belongs to Chiefs Kingdom. You could put a hotel in there. You could put, like, a place to do some gambling. Again, Missouri, look at what Kentucky just did today. They legalized sports gambling. Missouri, you're on the clock. We need it. We want it. And I think that if you look at where a downtown stadium could go, and personally, I believe, you could rejuvenate that West Bottoms area. I know that a couple locations have been, you know, identified as places of potential movement. I think the West Bottoms was one of them. I think the East Bottoms doesn't make sense. It's not a whole lot going down there. I know Jay Rieger's down there. Knuckleheads is there. Knuckleheads is a great place to catch a concert, especially when it's nice out. Um, But the West Bottoms makes sense to me. And I know there's a lot of people that hate that idea, and that's fine. There's, There's nothing wrong with disagreeing with anybody. I think you can have your own conversation. But I think that when you look at the West Bottoms, what's really down there that's, you know, worth keeping? There are old beat up buildings. You have what? The Beast and the Edge of Hell that are popular for about a month every year. Um, and you could make that place, you could revive that place. You could add a ballpark village down there. And a lot of people are saying, oh, you know what? It's crazy, but it's not a good location. It's just one of those things where, like, that to me fits what I think when you say keeping up with the Joneses mentality, that place in that area kind of fits what the theme is. You get the backsplash of the city. You're a stone's throw away from the downtown district of Kansas City. You are creating space, and you're bringing your city to life in an area that really is is losing its life, right? And I think that if there are businesses down there that are trying to, you know, say, well, we work down here. I don't think there's one person in that area that would say, oh, well, if you're going to take it away, you know, where are you going to do it? Well, don't worry about that. We'll make sure that we move your business to another place with a new building and we'll make sure everything's right. And I think everybody would do that because it's good business for the city. Business, business. You know, and I think that when you look at it from that standpoint, I get it. People will always, 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 always complain about parking. That is something that is true as the North Star. There were 39,000 people at Kaufman yesterday, and the one thing they were calling it about Vern's show is, well, we're still sitting in line to get out of here. It took us forever to get into the stadium. It's 39,000 people. But don't use that as a sample size because I can promise you this, unless the Royals are great like they were in 14, 15, 16, and 17, there's not going to be a consistent amount of 39,000 people down there. On average, what you think? 18 to 22,000? maybe at a game, and down there you can then leave your car downtown, take an Uber to the stadium, park in a garage. What am I going to do that for? Because it's an afternoon game. I'm going to get some suds with my buds at the ballpark village, go watch the game, and then I'll go back to my car in the city, or maybe I'll go get a nice place to eat, or I'll go hang out at the Quaft. I don't know. But those options are there, and I think that area makes sense because, again, I honestly think haunted houses are overrated. I don't think they're a staple in the city, and I don't think they need to necessarily be there. And trust me, you can rebuild a haunted house, and it's definitely not as attractive as a brand-new stadium in the area of Kansas City, personally. Well, and the other thing is when you talk about a new ballpark that's going to be built, you're not probably going to encapsulate 39,000 people. I think that we all can agree that it's probably going to be not that 4,000 people would make the difference. Yeah. But when you're talking about that, you know, 
lesser uh, amount of people being in a certain area, I do think that that will certainly make um, a difference. But to your point, yeah, what do you expect when you're putting 39,000 people in one centralized area? You're going to have to wait. It's not, Yeah. have you ever been to a large city in America or the rest of the world? Sometimes there's traffic. It happens. It sucks. Yeah. But it's also part of what happens when you want nice things. I remember when Parkins moved to Chicago and got the job at 670 The Score, and he did like a Ask Me Anything. And they said, uh, they said, what's one thing you miss about Kansas City going to Chicago? Chicago, fantastic area, great city. Sure. And he said, one thing I do miss is my drive to work. Yeah. Because where I used to drive 10 to 15 minutes to get to the station, now it's about a 45-minute haul, and I live closer technically geographically to my new job than I did my last job. And, like, we're going to L.A. to go see a concert here <laughs> yeah, in dude. April, and the Uber from the airport is going to be, like, $170. Yeah. I accept it because I'm in L.A. I mean, if you, like I said, if you want to be taken as a metropolitan, a major league city, for lack of a better term, unfortunately, these are some of the issues that come across. Yeah. A dustbin. What was the name of the city? Oh, dustman. What was the name of the city? You can pay like 20 bucks and go to all the wineries. That's Herman, Missouri. They have like a trolley system. You pay 20 bucks and they take you everywhere you want to go. Um, those people that are complaining, have they ever been to a Chiefs game? Quit blimping. Yeah, well. I'm for a downtown stadium, but sabotaging Kaufman is dirty pool. I don't know, man. It's happening, whether you like it or not. And I'm with you, but when you look at the pantheon of stadiums, Mm -hmm. do we? And I love Kaufman. I have many great memories there. Sure. But are you putting it on the same level as like when you're talking about disparaging it or doing whatever? Is it Wrigley Field? No. Is it Fenway Park? No. It's a very nice ballpark that served its purpose, but. To get back to the point I was making, if you want nice things, and no one likes change. Right. But unfortunately, it has to happen. It's going to happen, so you need to move forward and enjoy the fact that things are going to be better. People don't even like change when it comes to, like, quarters, pennies, nickels, and dimes. Like, how many people are like, ooh, do you have that quarter? I'll take that back from you. All right, 913-586-7610. This is After Hours. We're going to wrap this thing up. Jed, it's almost 9 o'clock. You got your wish. What can I tell you? You know what I mean? Jed Marshall, Dusty Likens. This is After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. Man. Speaking of heroin, kill the lead singer of this, this band. I'll never, speaking of music videos, this is a music video that I'll never forget. The girl in the B outfit walking through the field. Hey, Wolfman, this is Tyler from Lee Summit. That LSU coach is one good looking lady. Well, there you go. From the 316, I'm talking about them on purpose, neglecting the facility to make it appear to be worse in shape. Iowa has started against South Carolina. They lead 2-0. Caitlin Clark, first points of the game. She's something, man. Something to watch. 40-point triple-double, I think. First time ever for either the round that they were in in the women's final or March Madness bracket or first time ever for a female in Iowa. The game is 2-0. There's been one made basket out of three trips down the court for both teams. It is currently being aired on ESPN. Somebody said uh, they were sitting on the front porch getting ready to turn it on. Let me know when the game starts. It's on, baby. It's on. 316 got the song right. No rain. Blind Melon. A talent gone too soon. Kind of like Sublime. R.I.P. to Bradley. 
I found out the other day that they don't sing the song Caress Me Down like the cover bands don't because that was like his personal song. And because uh, I think the opening line is that Mucho Gusto Me Llamo Bradley. It's in the second verse, but yeah. No, that's the very first line of the song. Mucho Gusto Me Llamo Bradley. I'm hornier than Ron Jeremy. Go ahead. Listen to it. Play it. Play it. It's the very Not first line. Because you're wrong. I already have my bump out music wrapped. Well, that's the very first line of the song. I think, it might, Gusta. I think it might be in the nope. second verse, though. Nope. I'm 100% confident in this. Okay. The song is called Caress Me Down. Well, I look forward to losing nothing. Yeah, I know. I'm just letting you know. You're the music guy. You're the hipster. You should know these things. Yeah, you know Sublime, super hipster band. Mm-hmm. That's also a song that's not a main main song of theirs. You know what I mean? South Carolina is 36-0. They're losing 4-2. to two. We just need them to not beat them by 12 points, and we need the under of 151 to hit. Somebody from the 816 says, how much would it cost for a sponsorship? I don't know. I'm consistently looking at Dick Sporting Goods, Peter Millar, I'm golf bias, Vineyard Vines, you know, whatever. Sign up. Let's go. Somebody says they're going to get really messed up and jam out to 90s jams. That's a great night, depending on what 90s jams you're listening to. Now, if you're going boy bands and, like, pop music, I'm out. Caitlin Clark, another bucket. Just kidding. It was an assist. 6-2, Iowa off to a strong league. That's what I kind of like about female basketball is they actually play four quarters in college. Like, why can't we get that in men's basketball? Why is men's college basketball so lost with the times? Also, do you did you notice the pitch clock difference in the game yesterday? You know how long that game took? Two hours and 33 minutes. Oh, trust me. I knew exactly yeah, how long it took, my friend. Here. But no, I, I did notice the pitch clock. One mm-hmm. of the things that I felt like was overblown was the, um, I guess, you know, brilliance of it. In the sense that we're talking about a game that was 2 nothing, very well pitched. Mm-hmm. The Royals had two hits. To me, I think that if you see more offense, like the rules are talking about, mm-hmm. I think that the game times are going to be closer to three hours. Yeah. So I, to me, I, I know that's a marginal difference, especially for someone who's in you and I's position. Mm-hmm. I'll take 20 minutes less every time. But to me, I don't think it was as groundbreaking as everyone thinks it's going to be. Yeah, Vern's postgame show was almost longer than um, than the actual game itself. Like, I was almost waiting for Vern to be like, all right, never mind, Dusty, go home, have a great night. From the 316, they said they're listening to Sublime, Blind Melon, Alice in Chains. You know what's a really good 90s band that's no longer around anymore because the lead singer, I believe, is dead? Is Morphine. They're a three-man band. They play the drums, the bass, and the saxophone. Those are the only instruments in the band. All Your Way, and uh, I forget what the other one that I love that they sing, but it's like, oh, yeah, uh, Cure for Pain. That's a great song of theirs. The narrative of the song is there'll be a cure. When there's a cure for pain, I'll throw my drugs away. The lead singer collapsed, I believe, on stage. I don't know if that – is that the Who that the guy did that? The drummer took, like, a horse tranquilizer on stage, and then – not the Who. It was – uh. Gosh, who was that? Maybe it was the who. But somebody's drummer took like a horse tranquilizer and died from it. Yeah, straight up. Big Foo Fighters guy, too. So if you want to throw those into the, into the mix, Dave Grohl, great individual, great person. Love the Foo Fighters. There Goes My Hero, great song. 
Punch show tonight, Jed. I appreciate all the help that you gave uh, for the text line and to all those people. Thanks to Dan for the phone call. Thanks to all the people that decided to join us tonight. You hear the bump music, which means that we've got about 60 seconds to get up out of here. To the texture that says I don't hang out with people, I'll be in downtown Lee Summit tonight. I'll tweet you a picture the moment I get to a bar to let you know exactly where I'm at. Stone Temple Pilots, Nirvana. Why don't you go ahead and listen to, you know, Shine Down. I don't know if that's a 90s music. Chris Cornell, listen to that man. Listen to the collaboration of Chris Cornell and Eddie Vedder. Pearl Jam, another one. Jed Marshall, thanks for everything. Text line, Kansas City, go do something nice. Be kind. This world's mean and cruel. Stay safe, Kansas City. I'm Dusty Likens. Have a good night. We'll talk to you on Monday.